gentlemen. How you doing this evening? Hello. Hello, hello. What's up? Hi. That was that was wow. three very different hellos right there from everybody. So much energy. <laughs> Kev, calm down, all right? Just relax. I'm Whoa. totally calm. Sandwich sounds like a Muppet. You sound like you're like you're 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 hanging on to dear life there. We got Will, yeah. we got West Coast Scott in the in the Instagram. It's, it's a happy day. It's a beautiful Tuesday, boys. Oh yeah. Down on Friday. I go out to, oh wait, sorry, that was last week. That was last week, sir. That was last week. How's everybody doing? How's your week? how's your quarantine uh, week going so far? Well it was, it was a rough week. <laughs> Sandwich, have, have you left the, have you left those four walls that you're you're staring at right now? Uh, my sentence has been alleviated now. I'm allowed uh, around uh, the the house now. You know, like when p- people are in prison and they give them outside time for an hour, you know, yeah. where they can play basketball and lift weights. So you're out of I, solitary. I'm out of solitary, basically. I'm be- I'm I'm being uh, repopulated. You being with re- everyone else reintroduced back into the world. Yeah. All right, that's a start. That's a start. How about uh, how about you, Big Cat? How's things? Rough week. Why is that, sir? Just a rough week. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, you know what's going to be best, great? The next hour worth of your time, sir. Because this yes. is episode 586 of Geek Stuff TNG. The one we haven't named yet. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, lots of stuff to talk to uh, talk about this week. Uh, but first, I'd like to pimp out our Patreon as uh, we usually do. Patreon.com slash Geek Stuff TNG. For as little as a buck, you can get into our Discord uh, service, kind of like a text, uh, voice, uh, uh, chat room just for our listeners. For three bucks a month, you'll get the latest show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night, uh, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet, a little Google Doc sent to you. For five dollars, you get the weekend bonus show, which uh, uh, Mr. Sandwich is doing right now, uh, as well as some vintage so shows of yield uh, Big Kev's geek stuff. And for ten dollars a month. Uh, you get to watch the show on the lovely Instagrams, as uh, as uh, some of these gentlemen are doing right now. So, lots of stuff going on, lots of goodies, and uh, yeah, lots of good stuff going on here. So we have a lot, absolutely, lots of lots of stuff to tackle right now, boys. Um, yes. And hopefully, when Sandwich is done making all that noise, uh, we oh, can get shit, started. Sorry. Oh, look at that. The microphone picked up Just stuff. Just sit still. The microphone picked up stuff. It's so weird when you when that happens. I don't think it was that loud. Sam, where, where's your Where is your microphone sandwich? Huh? Where, where is your microphone? It's this little thing on my that little thing wire. right there. Okay, okay. Those are apparently super super sensitive. So be careful on that. Um, Sorry, about right? That. Just sit still. <laughs> Just sit down and talk. Don't do anything. Focus on the show. Don't do that. Don't get your beard off that. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I will say right now, we will not do anything that's uh, diamond distributor related, anything going on with DC books, anything going on with Marvel books or image books or what have you, uh, just, to, just to avoid all that drama uh, going on right now. So uh, hopefully we can talk about some more happy things right now. Uh, the first one that I am pretty happy to, to uh, see is a live action Goosebumps series is going to be in the works. Uh, Goosebumps, uh, it's Goosebumps, uh, show I think came out in like 97, I want to say originally. Uh, same thing, like an anthology kind of kids horror show, very much, uh, like, uh, are you afraid of the dark sort of, uh, situation. Um, I remember had it on like in the background during Halloween over at, uh, Gotham Comics, uh, you know, kind of like that PG, like little, those kind of horror stories. Um, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to have Goosebumps back in any way, shape or form. Um, R.L. Stein is also still kicking around. He did, uh, autograph signing in Short Hills Mall, uh, in lovely New Jersey. Not that, uh, maybe six months ago, I want to say maybe. Uh, oh, okay. they opened up like a big high-end, uh, bookstore over there. Um, forgetting <laughs> the name of the chain, something, some, it's some Canadian chain. Um. But yeah, this is going to be happening. Books, eh? Yeah, books. Uh, for one of the quotes from the articles here, Goosebumps has been uh, keeping kids and families on the edge of their seats for nearly 30 years, and we're super excited uh, that to partner with Sony Pictures, uh, Sony Pictures Television and Neil Moritz to bring the enduring brand to life in a fresh, new way. 
for today's generation. Again, I just, I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm fine. It's, it's one of those brands that I want to see live on in one shape or form. These shows were super cheesy. Even like back then, <laughs> I, I knew that they were super cheesy watching it. But they had some like nice little, little kid hooks and everything. Obviously, nothing like uh, uh, Twilight Zone kind of crazy big um, or memorable. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, if anything, it's kind of like that gateway drug, um, for kids, um, to horror, to, to kind of get into, yeah, it kind of is. Um, now Sam, would you have some like youngins in your family and everything? Like, is that still, do you still hear like himself? Well, he's, he's a bit old. I would a little hope, I would hope he's kind of at least into, you know, a little bit of a higher reading level than that. Um, <laughs> which I know he is. I know he is. That wasn't a slam. Um, like, do you, like, is this something like you saw with like your younger family members, or like you see you've seen with like un- other kids? Like, is this still a thing? Like, is it still like something that's so, like, talked about? Honestly, no, not at least <laughs> in my in anyone anyone I know. I don't want to like lie. Uh, you know, I don't know any kids. And we lost sandwich. Yeah. Well, while we have this pause. Uh, there's a couple of things that I want to address with you, Mr. Monty. First of all, you're all the way to one side, and your face is behind that mic stand. All right. There I'm back. Go. It's That's Eric. number one. Number two, I would like to give credit where credit is due. I think that people may have noticed that yeah. in the background at Shea Monty that things have improved. It looks like I see some collectibles on display. You know, I, I don't hear any dog cutting up the place. And there's only really one element that's really changed in the last couple of months. But somehow all of these changes are occurring. So I think we need to give the squeeze the credit where credit is due. She's clearly has having a positive impact on your environment. I, uh, after. Well, obviously, as I mentioned before, I've been working from home a uh, boatload. Uh, and then finally what happened was I, was, I had my, my little office area. I was splitting up between my MacBook and my, another desktop computer that I had here going back and forth. Uh, earlier today or yesterday, last night, the desktop computer kind of uh, kind of uh, shit the bed. Yep, after about eight years. So I got my money's worth out of it. So I just redesigned. I kind of like reset up the whole uh, a desk setup that I have currently have going on. And as I had like a quad monitor thing set up, I'm like, you know what? I think I can actually, I have plenty of room for the mixer and for the microphone. So I just kind of uh, moved everything upstairs, figuring it makes sense. And it's easier uh, yeah. uh, recording the show this way. So uh, yeah, that's why no, no other circumstances or changes just had time and re- uh, things cleaned up and it worked out. I don't think so. I don't think so. What are you talking about Willis? Just saying. I think the correlation between the timing of the squeeze moving in and the improvements that we can see just in the <laughs> tiny square background of Instagram. I mean, look at those collectibles over your bare shoulder uh, there. Yeah, trying to show some some of them. Yeah, see, look at that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that's are... clearly the influence of somebody who doesn't want to live in Rocky's house, <laughs> but prefers to live in Nick's house. Listen, I figured that we don't have we don't have a, a sandwich coming over. I figured it makes sense. I think I just figured it worked out. And... Oh, a sandwich <laughs> is the problem. No, no, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm saying that I don't, it's not like okay. I have to set up two I'll microphones, right? It's not like I have to set up two microphones right now. So I figured, yeah, this works out perfectly. Oh, man, we got to do something about that mic stand, Nick. What's wrong with the mic stand? It's like literally right in your face. Well, I can move it around. That's not a problem. I'll I'll, I'll mess with that thing. uh, Getting back to the goosebumps, I think that, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's great that they're uh, going to be doing more stuff with that. That's really awesome. So I'm looking here. Do they say where it's going? Like if it's a a TV or streaming service uh, show? Uh, I didn't see anything. I did not fine. See, I, I mean, mean, it's in the early. Maybe they don't have a place for it yet. Maybe they're just going to develop it and see who who the highest it. bidder is. Yeah. Um, and it is saying on it here won't that- be Disney because then Disney would have to own all of Goosebumps. So I don't think R.L. Stein's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, it could be Netflix. Netflix 
could use a really popular influx of kids material since Disney has the most of it right now. Yeah. It could be Hulu. Either well, way, that's really just Disney. Either way, um, I, I so, can see yeah, a lot I mean, of it people, could be a lot of things. I can see a lot of companies wanting to get this for various reasons. I mean, hell, it's it's a reputable name, um, and I think this is something parents uh, are going to say, "Oh, maybe this will help get my kid into reading," even though I doubt it. Uh, but I still think it's it's something with the name recognition that um, that's PG enough where I think that it has a chance of landing somewhere for a pretty high high buck or two right there. Um, Do you I, know what will get kids into reading? Sit down and read that book. I work. You're not me. allowed to do anything else until you're done reading the book. I, I will say the, the <laughs> and wood, then there will be a quiz. The the wooden spoon for my mother was was a pretty pretty good motive. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Wooden yeah. spoon, the shoe. I oh, I got everything. Everything within reach. See, it went Spatula. from for me. It went it was, from the spoon to your wait till your father gets home, and and the the squeeze is on Instagram right now. Uh, so she can atone for the, you know, my father was a very scary man way back when. So, yeah, that was enough. My, my mother broke a spoon, beat, and then she went in the cupboard, got another spoon, and continued. <laughs> that shit was raw. I remember that, like, oh, it's over. It broke. She whips out the arsenal. <laughs> no. <laughs> that shit was real. <laughs> What a, what a beautiful, beautiful show we're having so far. Yeah. Uh, moving on. The Rise of Skywalker is going to be hitting Disney Plus much, much earlier than anticipated. Uh, it's going to be coming two months earlier on May 4th. See what yeah, the part of 4th. the May the 4th Star Wars Celebration Day, uh, Disney Plus is going to release that hunk of shit movie two months early because let's face it, anyone that's going to buy it on Blu-ray or, or DVD or what a physical media already has, uh, because most people, uh, don't want anything to do with it after they've seen it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's appropriate for them to release it on that day. Also coming on that day, two other really important things. Uh, I think everybody should check out on Disney plus. Are they in the article as well? Uh, nope. The last episode of the Clone Wars, um, like for real, the last episode of the Clone Wars, according to rumor, maybe it's the end this time. Who actually knows? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have watched Clone Wars or if you have, if you've watched the last season of Clone Wars, the one that's playing now, it mm -hmm. is amazing. It is so fantastic. And they're doing so much work with the character of Ahsoka who, if you haven't heard already, they're going to bring into the Mandalorian in season two. Yeah. So, and supposedly it's going to be Rosario Dawson playing a grown-up Ahsoka Tano. So we'll see if that's the case. Uh, and uh, bes besides the last episode of The Clone Wars... Um, which and and if you again the last couple have just been spectacular. I mean, all of them really. Um, if you haven't checked out the series, it's on Disney Plus, obviously, uh, and I would highly recommend watching it and Rebels as well because there's some tie-in stuff there as well. And Solo, which also has ties. In. There's ties. Everything ties together really nicely. Except the goddamn Skywalker films, <laughs> which are just, especially the last two, were just garbage. Anyway, um, all of that aside, the third thing to look for on um, Disney Plus on May the 4th is a documentary series. And I can't remember the name of it, but they're they're doing like a documentary series about the making of The Mandalorian. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh. Yeah. And so I'm actually really, really excited to see that. I'd watch that. Uh, because The Mandalorian being such a terrific hit and being such a good Star Wars property, a little peek behind the scenes at how Jon Favreau and uh, Dave Filoni put this together is probably going to be some really excellent watching. And it will also support the idea that either Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni or the both of them should be the next heads head or heads of Lucasfilm, you know, because at this point, Kathleen Kennedy, they're talking about Kathleen Kennedy might retire as the head of Lucasfilm because 
well, particularly the last two films, and particularly the 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 mistake that was releasing Solo within six months of the last Jedi, mm-hmm. the Ash Jedi, and uh, and uh, uh, some other things, delays in Kenobi, and so on and so forth. All of these things sort of come together to, you know, maybe say it's time to get some fresh blood in there. So I'm all for that. And if Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni turn out a season two of The Mandalorian that's remotely near season one, they should be given the reins and Disney should be happy to do so. So that's my piece. Is it it a documentary or is it a docu-series that they're doing? I think it's a docu-series, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Uh, I don't have the info in front of me, and I can't look it up right now because every device I have right now, dedicated to this program. Fantastic. Well, that might be worth... uh, I'm interested to see the documentary right there, docu-series, whatever it... uh, Either either way, I mean, I think it'd be fascinating, really. I I just like those kind of... I like the the behind-the-scenes whenever it comes to that stuff uh, on things like that. Uh, The the only thing I've been watching right now is... um, my usual crappy horror movies and uh, Joe Bob, which kind of falls into the same category. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like saying I'm having uh, I'm having apples and uh, fruit. <laughs> but you, Joe Bob is entertaining. That that's all I'm saying, right? Right there. Uh, so he is. I'm with you. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Sandwich, did you actually get a chance to watch any of the movies that we've been recommending while while you've been looking at those four walls the whole time? Uh, so I've been trying to. So I want to watch the Viewers Universe. Problems have been where to find it streaming. Uh, you know, I couldn't find them anywhere on any of the platforms I have. I didn't find. I didn't see them on Amazon. So you can rent them. To, what on Amazon or something? Uh, maybe on Amazon on Apple for sure. Don't you have an Apple device? I have a phone. <laughs> oh, just your phone. Yeah, and I bought the phone years ago. So uh, got to get you an Apple TV. Eh, I like not TV to right promote now. one product over another, but Apple TV I feel is a superior product. Just saying. So I've heard. I have two of them in my house. I'm a uh, fan. I think um, I think they're on. I can't look right now, but I I think they're on Amazon for rent. I'm I'm pretty sure that I saw them somewhere. If it wasn't Amazon, it was on Netflix or something like that. It has to be yeah, it's one it's of the like two, of two them, or sure. three bucks a pop for rent. I think. Or maybe up to four. I don't think it's more than four. Yeah, um, I, I gotta, I gotta do some. I might go. Uh, I might talk to OG's dealers of uh, clandestine informants and see. Oh, oh, oh you're going that see. route, sir. Okay, Clem you mean his ubiquitous clandestine informants? Yes, the one and only right there. Uh, moving along. Uh, oh no 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 oh, no, no, no 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 more. No. We got one bus because... to some more. Okay. Oh, yeah, because I know for sure that Escape from New York is available on Amazon. Okay. And I gave you the thing because it was on free for Shutter with that discount code I gave you. Just, just saying. Okay. Just watch, If you're going to watch any one movie, at least watch that so we can just all be happy and talk about it. We oh, love that movie binge, so You know, there's, there's a great series um, on, on uh, Amazon also, uh, Sandwich, that you can binge. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the things I know uh, most about in in all of media. It's uh, it's called Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> that show's which, fucked up. Which I have been recently binging again. That show's so messed up, though. <laughs> How is it messed up? Because it's like people are getting sick and like not dying, but like I literally watched an episode today called Quarantine, (laughs) where they had Rocky Mountain spotted fever in a nearby town, and they had to put everyone under quarantine, and uh, it was very relevant, very relevant. And and Laura Ingalls breaks quarantine, and so she has to stay with Mister Edwards. And Alicia Edwards in the cabin because Alicia has the the fever because she got it from Mr. Edwards. Who anyway? So yes, thank you, Mr. Uh, uh, West Coast Scott is reminding me that Little House on the Prairie is not part of the genre. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much, uh, West Coast Scott. We never veer away from the genre here ever. <laughs> this is true. Uh, I've been also watching Scrubs because I've. I kind of 
love oh, it. Oh, no, no, stop. That's not part of the genre. Oh, we don't want to upset West Coast Scott. Sorry, so. sir. Sorry. Sorry. I guess the nice. part of the I guess the, the genre thing I've been doing is I've been trying to uh, get through the Harry Potter films. Okay. Yeah. And not get through. I actually like them, but, you yeah. know, kind of rewatch them. I haven't watched them in a while. Yeah. So. yeah. What do you. Th- oh, yeah. I'm not going to. We could talk on a tangent about that for a little bit, but I think we well, should. The only thing I was going to say was is that I've, I've rented the first two because I don't have them on digital because my digital copy information, the codes and everything are in that big. Uh, that big Harry Potter, you know, 48 disc collectors wizards box set thing that I have in, in the unit somewhere, probably, uh, right next to whatever we were talking about earlier today. So (laughs) clerks, clerks. Yeah. It's probably next to all of my view askew films and it's probably in the same box. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I've been trying to, you know, figure that out, work that through, uh, and, and find out if there's alternative ways. There aren't, there aren't, they aren't available anywhere. So, uh, Will tells us on Instagram that he's been catching up on anime. Well, if I liked anime, other than the, you know, half a dozen things that I actually like, I probably would have watched. What, what has he been watching? What have you been watching, my friend? Well, as soon as he lets us know, then we'll know. Yeah. If you want to message us on Instagram or you want to tell us what you're catching up on in the quarantine, you you can call the GVM hotline at 201-730-2547. Love to hear what you're listening to, watching to, all that fun stuff. Yeah, nice sandwich. Wait, with a very good segue. Yeah, it was pretty smooth. Uh, moving along, uh, there's another series coming out uh, in development at HBO. They are doing a Hellraiser show. Uh, this would be uh, a possible. Looks like it's the series will not be a reboot of the horror franchise, but rather a quote an elevated continuation and expansion of its mythology. That was always one. Listen, like, I obviously I'm the horror fan of the show. Uh. I like Hellraiser. Like I was never really invested into yeah. the universe, uh, or this, you know, horror, whatever you want to call the the movies as much. Uh, I liked it, and I kind of left it as is. I think I kind of maybe need to revisit it, it to give it another um, go. Uh, I'm a little bit more surprised this isn't more of a an AMC thing right here. Uh, but given the fact that it's HBO, I'm not saying it's not going to be done right or wrong. Uh, if anything, I I would hope that they just do more of a a practical effect kind of deal than they would a uh, uh, over the top digital computer CGI thing uh, more than anything else. Um, Nick, remind me to tell you my personal connection to the Hellblazer series off air. Ooh, I like that. Um, it says here, reading further into it, it says that it spends over ten films. And over 35 years uh, with antagonist Pinhead, considered one of the most terrifying villains in film history. Uh, I didn't realize it was that many films. I would have guessed that. I don't think. Is it that many films? That's what it's saying. I didn't realize it was that many. But, I mean, again, I'm not the Pinhead. Maybe there's a few direct-to-video or several direct-to-video that we're not aware of. Uh, Unless you mean appearances in other horror movies that I'm not really realizing. I I, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. You know what I like most about Hellraiser? The villain, you know, Hellraiser or Pinhead, Mm -hmm. looks scary. But the name Pinhead is like the least scary name you could give a villain, I feel like. Uh, (laughs) But once you you actually like see him in his element and everything, it kind of makes it a lot more terrifying at the the, end. Really? Is it? I guess. What about Candyman? Yo, Candyman is fucking scary as shit, man. That was a good movie. That's a. Didn't that, aren't they? Didn't they just remake that or something? They are. They or dropped, is it coming they, out? They dropped the trailer a few. Blah, it was right when all the quarantine stuff. An amount happened. of time ago. Yeah, is yeah. it Tony Todd? Oh, I don't remember who the hell it was. As Candyman, that would be uh, weird if it was. Uh, I don't remember. I just remember the old, the original film. Uh, what was that? Ninety one, ninety two. That movie was scary as fuck. Uh, the 92 version <laughs> that 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 was a great film uh yeah if you're a star trek fan tony todd played Worf's brother in the next generation 
Uh, I do not know. I can't remember his. I can't remember his name. Uh, Worf's brother was. I can't remember. Um, Will tells us that he is watching um, uh, lesser Miyazaki films and the overrated One Punch Man. Oh, I like One Punch Man. Everybody seems to. Well, I everyone I've talked to says that it's overrated. I have no interest in it at all. So. I just repeat what other people are saying. And he's watching the lesser um, Miyazaki films, not the better Miyazaki films. So, okay. Uh, some films that he will not be watching anytime soon. Uh, some more Marvel movies because they are being pushed back. Uh, push, push, push. Yep. So Spider-Man 3 originally was going to be hitting on July uh, 15th. Uh, as of right now, it's going to be moving back to November 5th. And and by the way, okay. I keep I keep saying as of now, because listen, all this shit can change in like a few more weeks, uh, either for the better or for the worse. So that's why I keep phrasing it like that. Uh, also, kind of in the in the Sony world, right there, uh, the Spider Verse sequel. Uh, not that long ago, it said it was going to be dropping on April eighth of next year. Uh, now it's getting pushed way further back. Uh, it's going to be October seventh of twenty twenty two. So, yeah, that's getting a real big push. Uh, for Doctor Strange, uh, originally slated for uh, November 5th of next year. Instead, it's going to get pushed back just a bit longer, which kind of sucks, uh, to March 25th of 2022. Um, obviously, more So, it's like everything is like a four or five month push. Yeah. More or less, which I mean. Which is about appropriate. Which, honestly, like I said, once once the pandemic does and uh, the quarantine ends once things kind of reopen, no matter what shape movie theaters are going to be in or anything like that, there's going to be an avalanche of <laughs> great content. Now there's going to be a, just a, a huge influx of great content for you to watch. There's going to be a little bit of a lull, I think, afterwards, because let's be honest, a lot of stuff that was being filmed or recorded or whatever you want to call it uh, was put on hold when everything's hitting. So there's going to be, I think it's going to come in a rush. There's, we're going to dip and then just, again, everything's going to come out all at once um, or, or, or it's just going to be a very dense release schedule uh, in yeah. some capacity. So um, that's what I'm saying. Watch all the stuff that someone's been telling. I know, Sandwich, we're telling you to watch movies that are, you know, 15, 20, 30 years old. But you know what? Watch, <laughs> watch all those shits now. Watch them now because mm-hmm. once everything goes back to normal, whatever's, whenever that's going to be. Yeah. You're not going to get that chance because there's going to be so much new shit where everyone's going to say, this is coming out. Did you watch this? This new show, this new movie, whatever the case. Uh, Escape uh, from New York is 40 years old. That makes no sense to me. It was 19. <laughs> it was 80 or 81. I, I know, but that I can't. I, but like the 90s feel like it was just like five years ago for me. Like that's, <laughs> that's how I feel. So I can't really compute that uh, uh, at the same time. Uh, one I don't remember that, a lot about the '90s. One thing that was really yeah, funny is so, someone said, "Shut up, sandwich." Someone said uh, uh, to me, um, "In fifteen, twenty, thirty years from now, uh, when in text in classrooms in with you know grandparents talking to their grandkids or whatever the case may be, when you're asked about the quarantine, that stupid Netflix Tiger series." Tiger King. Tiger King is going to come up in conversation. That's going to be the one stupid show that's going to just last a lot longer in our in our uh, in our memories than we really realize it right now. And I'm like, God damn, yeah. that's actually a really good point. That we'll, we'll be talking about that forever, ever, right there. Um, Let me tell you about a man named Joe Exotic, uh, which I, by the way, I still refuse uh, to watch. But I haven't watched it. I'm going to break down and do it only because I think it's culturally significant. For the reasons that you just mentioned. All right. Um, one thing I am excited to watch, this Thursday, uh, there's going to be a Parks and Rec reunion special going on Ooh. right now. I don't know if this falls into uh, West Coast Scott's uh, definition of inside of our genre, but... Uh, yeah, we, I, we should wait to see what he says, and maybe we just skip this story. <laughs> wait, let's just, let's just put the show on pause for a second. He's, and a, he's our copy. Wait Twitter. for West Coast Scott to give us his permission uh, <laughs> so that we can proceed talking about that. While we're waiting for that, something he would not argue is in our wheelhouse. I posted on our Facebook, and that was... Oh, 
Oh, he's just said he will allow it. He will allow it. Oh, thank so, you, sir. Go ahead. Oh, I'll, I'll hold mine for the end. So uh, it's going to be taking place this Thursday. It's going to be a 30-minute charity reunion special. Uh, it's going to be a situation where everybody is kind of teleconferencing in, um, and they're going to do their, their, a show in, in their own way. Uh, they have, uh, it looks like they have the whole original cast uh, coming back uh, kind of re, to kind of retake from the, the Pawnee aspect of things. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be like a fundraiser at the exact same time to try to raise some money for uh, um, some nonprofits that are associated with trying to help kind of uh, with a coronavirus situation at the same time. Um, yeah, listen, this is something I'm excited for. So it's going to be happening Thursday at NBC uh, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and yeah, so listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of that show. I don't know if anybody else is, but for anyone that's watched a few seasons, uh, just for Nick Offerman alone, I think it's going to be absolutely worth it. Um, in that situation, so yeah, thank you, West Coast Scott. Thank you very much for that uh, thumbs up right there. But Kev, what else were you going to say? Uh, I actually posted this on our Facebook. Josh Gad uh, put a um, uh, created a reunion special that's on YouTube, but you can go over to our Facebook uh, to get the link. Um, and he reunited the cast and crew of the Goonies. Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, and it was really, really funny. I mean, he got all of the principal kids. He got the Fratelli brothers. The only two people, obviously, who couldn't be there were um, the mom, who was Ann Ramsey. Uh, you know, the Fratelli mom, mm-hmm. and um, and Sloth, who is also um, uh, who has also passed away. But you had all the kids there. You had the Fratelli brothers, and you had the director. Um, Richard Donner, I think, was the director, and they did it on his 90th birthday. Oh, nice. <laughs> and uh, they had the writer who – I can't remember who the writer is off the top of my head now. It's, it's, I'm blanking on it. And then a special appearance by Steven Spielberg, who produced the movie, uh, and Ooh. Cindy Lauper uh, as well, who did the theme song. So it was actually really cute. It's only about – I don't know. It's maybe – it's I don't think it's a half hour. Okay. Um, but they have some funny stuff in there. Uh, you know, every, all, the, all the people, you can see them all growing up. Josh Brolin, who you may know better as Thanos, was, you know, the older brother in that movie. <laughs> um, so they talk about some things with, uh, with him. Kerry Green, um, who played Andy, who was the redhead, the cheerleader, uh, is still gorgeous, in my opinion. Um, and, um, yeah, so, yeah, you should definitely check that out. Go over to our Facebook, facebook.com backslash geekstufftng, I think. Um, and uh, you can find it there. Should uh, It was really a lot of fun. Yeah, the, on, so. the only thing I, I have on my radar that I have to watch for sure, because uh, we've talked about this before more off mic uh, with you, Kev, uh, the, the Beastie Boys documentary that is also out. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, again, you know what hope, I, I, yeah, go on. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say... Uh, uh, as myself, someone who's been a fan for a very long time, it's honestly the, the fun fact. It's also the reason I played bass guitar when when I heard uh, when my older cousin showed me the song "Sabotage" when I was a kid. Uh, so yeah, no true story. Uh, so yeah, I, that's why for me that was like a, a must. And I don't have I don't have an Apple TV Plus subscription, so I, I'm waiting for the night. I'm like, all right, I have a lot of work on Monday. We record the show on Tuesday. I'm like, I need to take advantage of that. What is it? The seven day window, the free. The yeah, it's something like that. So, yeah. I want to watch that documentary and they have that. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the show, but the one where it look, they make it look like uh, like they recreate like World of Warcraft kind of uh, Blizzard company that, that this leader. I, I'm totally drawing a blank on the name of the damn show, but it's something that West Coast Scott would approve of us talking on the show oh, uh, for oh. shit sure. And there's a little West horror. Coast Scott approved. Yeah, it definitely would be. Uh, and there's an M. Night Shyamalan series that I'm actually kind of intrigued to check out. So, uh, yeah. That'll and the fun. Fraggle Rock shorts. Yeah. Down the Fraggle Rock. Uh, not as good as Goosebumps, but that's my thing. Um, yeah, so moving along, um, they're kind of a little, some more kind of intriguing comic book news, something that's a little out of the ordinary. Uh, according to a release from Heavy Metal Magazine, they're going to be jumping on board with their first, uh, they're going to be publishing, rather, their first comic book uh, with help from Dylan Sprouse. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. 
saying that uh, while most details of the comic are being kept under wraps, is described as a, quote, personal tale that draws inspirations from Vikings and Norse, North, ugh, Norse pagan culture. Uh, it's one of those things. If it, was, if it was a standalone project, I wouldn't really care. Uh, but the fact that Heavy Metal Magazine is involved, I'm at least curious to see it at least um, at this point. And honestly, you know what? I, I think we kind of, it's kind of nice talking about some, any interesting or intriguing uh, projects that are happening in the comic book world outside of when are deliveries happening for a lot of these crappy books and uh, anything that's not like a, a major special event of any kind that is uh, going on. So there you go. We should say that Dylan Sprouse uh, is one of the Sprouse brothers, Dylan and Cole Sprouse, who pl- you may know, uh, you may know, or may you may not know, played the little kid in the Adam Sandler movie Big Daddy. That's who Dylan Sprouse. He's one of the twins that played uh, the little boy in that movie. Yes. So, yeah. and they're all grown up now. And Sandwich, what were you saying about Cole? Cole Sprouse. He, he plays a uh, Jughead. In the uh, Riverdale show on CW, ah, I see. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's weird for me because you know Nick I grew is fact up checking you right now. That's fine. <laughs> well, it's, it's also in the article. That's what I'm, I knew it before the article, but it's also in the article that we have oh, here. Good. Our prep shitika. Um, it's weird for me because you know I grew up and these kids are like my age, so it's weird now to think that Dylan or one of them has a comic because. No offense to them, I don't know them personally. Um, they've never been in any um, things that really were comic related. They did a lot of Disney shows growing up and that kind of stuff. I guess they were fans, and I just didn't know it. I mean, it's not like it was a. I couldn't see it. I'm wondering if he, if Dylan Sprouse is getting this comic because he's Dylan Sprouse, or because he's bringing something good to the to heavy metal enough that they're going to publish it. You're upset <laughs> that he's not cutting meat. No, no, I'm serious because like. Is he getting his comic off of the name Dylan Sprouse? Who's getting the comic because it's good? I'm not saying no, there's, he's yeah, not but good. At the same you know, there's no doubt that 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 those kind of connections help for sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's no doubt that no, those yes. kind of connections help. I'm does, just wondering. Does, yeah. does um, uh, Kevin Eastman still own Heavy Metal Magazine? No, I thought he Nick, sold. Do you that. know that? I think he sold that years ago. His, uh, oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, the the point is, is that I think that you know. Anybody like that will have connections that, you know, regular people just simply won't have. So, yeah, I think it's important to uh, uh, I think it's important to have connections. And there's a a possibly a very good example of it. But Mm -hmm. you won't know until you read the book. Yeah. And you'll never know, really, because you don't know that he wrote it. He's writing it by himself or drawing it and writing it by himself or. You know, there, there's, I'm sure, a ton of people involved in this, not just Dylan Sprouse. But, yeah, Dylan Sprouse has a name, and he's using it to promote something that he's trying to do. Oh, yeah. As he should. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not against it. It's just more like, it's going to be interesting to see how much of it is Dylan Sprouse and how much of it is other people. Yeah, but at the same time, Sam, would just think of it like this. Like, uh, you know, everyone knew Jordan Peele for being hysterical, but then all of a sudden he put out a movie and it went over phenomenally. Huge. Well. Uh, uh, Gerard Way is known for coming out with a uh, extremely popular and profitable uh, band here in New Jersey and wrote um, two amazing um, comic book storylines. Is it two or three uh-huh. at this point? No, no, he's on the third arc now. Um, for the Umbrella Academy. Which now is on Netflix. So I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. Does it help? Yeah. Does the is the uh, uh, does the jump uh, kind of startling or kind of like surprising? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's just one of those things where uh, you'll see and uh, kind of go from there. So, sandwich. Did you know Gerard Way used to shop at Retailer X? No way. Did not know that. Did you know that I sold him magic cards when he was a kid? <laughs> I know now. Yep, true story. There you go. Um, do we, Kev? You want? Should we save this next one, uh, the GI Joe story, for the next uh, block, the next uh, segment? Are you saying you'd like to take a break? Yeah, I'm thinking it might be nice just do this more standalone than more of a 
That's good because we need to adjust your camera angle so that we're not seeing your glaringly pale, uncovered shoulder for the rest of the show. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't I'm know looking, how. I'm I didn't realize how. The, with the two of you, but the two of you, I see more of your goddamn ceiling fans than I do your own faces. So you know what? I don't. That's really, not I don't true. Really, really? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll so you know what? Why don't we take a break here on Geek Stuff TNG? <laughs> we'll adjust our cameras and we'll be right back. Build your own X-wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red Five Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Bitch, what you don't know about me, I can just about squeeze in the grand fucking canyon. Hey, this is Kevin Smith, Big Kev's love slave. Did you know I always wanted to be a dancer in Vegas? Then you're listening to Big Kev's geek stuff. What do you look so shocked for, man? Fat bastard does this all the time. He thinks just because he don't say anything, it'll have some huge impact when he does open his fucking mouth. Jesus Christ, why don't you shut up? Live from the sandwich shop, Big Kefuna Studios, and the studio who shall not be named... <laughs> it's geek stuff. TNG. You coward. You absolute <laughs> you just heard, coward. I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a bit. You just heard a little sponsor from my friends you over. Build coward. X-Wing. Build X-Wing is home to the one and only 118 scale X-Wing, which is great for your three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece of collector and diorama guys and people who just like things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. It comes with many fabulous features, like places for the bombs to go on the X-Wing. The ship has working lights. R2-D2 goes boop, bop, and beep, of course. And the X-File opens into attack position. We here at Geeks of TNG always highlight the Deluxe Edition, which comes with working landing lights, static figures, the little people mover, and a static Luke Skywalker to the cockpit. It also comes with many fabulous little magazine guides because you interesting source material and background stuff. And once you're all done with that, they give you a nice little binder. You can bind them all together and display them on your bookshelf and really just enjoy the piece and that. So, now, here at G15G, we know that the country and the world has fallen on tough times. The coronavirus has really kicked the shit out of the world. And, you know, eventually it's going to end. Eventually you're going to get out. Eventually you're going to see your friends again. Life is going to go back to normal. And you're going to go to a convention with your friends you know, because you're gonna want you're gonna want that little you know that that good feeling. You know, you're gonna go to a convention, see some people you like, maybe look at some toys, look at some comics, look at what makes you happy, and you're gonna see a beautiful X-wing displayed out there, and you're gonna say, "Holy shit!" You know, it. I had a rough time, you know, with the coronavirus. Coronavirus might have kicked the shit out of you too, like it has the entire country and the world at large. And you're gonna walk over and say, "Hey, but." Uh, how much did that X-Wing go for? You're going to say it runs for X amount. And, you know, the shit's going to be kicked out of you. You don't have the same funds that you had before. What Build X-Wing does, it gives you an affordable way, a month-to-month subscription of getting this beautiful X-Wing. You're going to build it in your home, you know, social distancing appropriately. And when you're all done, you're going to display it somewhere beautifully on a shelf. And you're going to say, you know what? That was the best thing I could have done for me right now. I saved myself some money and I gave myself the experience of building one of those beautiful pieces I've seen in my lifetime. With that said, if you want to reach them out, because you know my spot was so great, you can find them at buildxwing.com or from reach them on your telephone, they're at 877-544-6779. Uh, so. There you go. Alrighty. Howard. <laughs> Beautiful choice, sandwich. Beautiful. He edits. Choice. He edits the show, anyways. <laughs> he could just edit in whatever he wants. The kid's not wrong. <laughs> I have that. That's going, fine. I have that going. That's for fine. Him. It's that's fine. Some people heard it. Some people will repeat it. I should repeat it right now, because then you know, that's okay. That's all. West Coast Scott sharing a quote from uh, an old episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff says, "Speaking of Harry Potter, which we were earlier." One of my all-time favorite Kev quotes is, quote, In my mind, Hermione and Ron have already done it, and I'm Ron. 
end quote. <laughs> so <laughs> that is pretty funny. I, I, I think that was during one of the last movies because, you know, I'm not a creep. So I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, and then some jerk uh, put their favorite quote as, uh, quote, you guys couldn't even keep monitor around as a producer, end quote. So, yeah, good. It's hysterical. <laughs> hysterical, that. So, uh, yeah. Hey, do you have a favorite quote from Big Kev's Geek Stuff or Geek Stuff TNG? Give us a call over at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And, uh, and let us know what it is, and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. All right, moving on around. We have one more story that uh, I think it's worth uh, pointing out, and we have a little product Mr. Sandwich would like to uh, mention with us today. So um, it's Son worth of a bitch. pointing out. Hush. Uh, at least let's get through this next segment. Uh, classic G.I. Joe uh, artist Hector Garrido yes. has passed away. Uh, Hector passed away at the age of 92, uh, according to the story here. Uh, and he passed away peacefully in his sleep. Um, yes. No, no word if there was any what you know if there was anything else uh, included or if it was just natural causes. Right. Uh, I'm hoping it's just natural causes, um, for obvious reasons, just with everything going on. Um, and it's also worth pointing out that um, a lot of his stuff for those uh, who are interested, a lot of his artwork is up on Flickr for you to take a, a look at because it's a very extensive catalog. And I'll be honest, I don't know, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but for me personally, um, the G.I. Joe artwork was something that, uh, I mean, we've seen co constantly over and over and over that same artwork, the, the different poses, the different setups. Yeah. But now I, let's, I never let's be specific that, here, though. Let's be specific, though, Nick. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the package art for the toys. Yes. Right, he was not the comic book artist. He did not work on the TV show, anything like that. That I'm aware of. He may have done like some production design stuff. I don't even know if that's true. But this guy was a painter, and he did all the package design for. I, I want to say at least a lot, or, or if not all of the early GI Joe stuff. So you know those great card art images of the characters that are painted. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. That that sort of uh, that that's who we're talking about here. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's worth pointing out he's he's the kind of person where um, you're kind of like the same thing with like Mort with with Mad Magazine. Like you don't really you 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 know the style, you know the inspiration, but you really don't think about maybe not everyone thinks about the person behind the pen or 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 the, the brush in this case. Uh, so it's it's worth really just pointing out uh, his passing and everything because. Um, you know his artwork. I, I'm sure for many fans, it inspired a generation right there, and maybe even, and a lot of them may not have even realized it, uh, because it is absolutely beautiful artwork uh, that he's done. And honestly, to to a degree, it, it's you know for my collection and everything like that. With my with the way I, I, I collect like the the Super Seven, uh, three and three quarter horror figures. Mm -hmm. The main reason I like it is, yes, I do really like the figures, but the painted artwork that's also on the card, on the face of the card, um, I think is stellar. And and I think, you know, say whatever whatever you may think about Super 7, I, I personally like it, but I think it's a lot of it has to do with like inspirations from people like this from decades ago, um, whether they realize it or not. So, yeah. And again, going off <coughs> at 90, what did I say, 192 years old. Yeah. Uh, that, that yeah. that's pretty nice going peacefully in your sleep. So I'd buy I'd buy that for a dollar right there. Um, <laughs> Mr. Sandwich, sir. Yes. You have a little little something something that you would like to talk about, uh, which will simultaneously uh, annoy Big Kev. So this is like a, a win win right here for me. But uh, go on. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, so what I have in front of me right here is the special edition cover for Xanathar's Guide to Everything. So my uh, local comic store happened to get this in, and I immediately sniped it and bought it for uh, my own personal things. I also bought Kev something. He's not appreciating it, but I did buy Kev uh, the book he needed. Um, so what I want to talk about with this book is, you know, of course, the cover's beautiful. Santa Thor's Guide is not a, a new book. And I'm segueing this into 
Wizards of the Coast, from what I, I can tell, you know, I am a fan of Magic the Gathering. And they're still working on Magic cards. Because I just watched an interview with the head of Magic over there. They said they're still actively working on cards. So, with that said, they, in theory, are still actively working on Dungeons and Dragons. So, you know, for me, you know, I, I, I am essential. I, have, I had t- money to afford this. I know some people, you know, aren't working. I know it's hard. Uh, so, with that said, there are other options of buying books besides buying, you know, physical copies. Uh, D&D Beyond, I believe, has all the books. You can subscribe to them and get access to books. We're going to be online a lot. You know, Roll20 is a way to play D&D and other aspects. Uh, you could, I don't know, I, I think D&D is at a point now, you know. we. I don't think we know anything really coming out beyond the books they've announced. Uh, I don't haven't heard any delays on that. Have you guys heard any delays about D and D books? Tight lip. Only only on the delay of me getting that copy of the collector's edition of Xanathar's. <laughs> I hear there's a there's a delay on that because some asswipe bought it when he knows that I collect D and D books. Just saying, I, that's the, the only delay I've heard. Oh, I'm about. sorry. I didn't realize you're the only collector here in this show. I didn't realize oh, no, that was I, only you. No, that's fine. No, you also on. have books from before I was born, so I think it's okay if you miss this one. I have books from before Nick was born, so <laughs> not the point. Wow. <laughs> um, you know, D and D is very personal to me. I've been playing D and D online on Roll Twenty. You know, I used to play at my store every week, twice a week, and then at my friend's house once a week. Way back then, when we could do that sort of thing. In the long ago, in the forgotten in, times. In the before time. <laughs> in the before time. In the long, in the long, long, long ago. ago. <laughs> so, I think it's important to realize also, you know, yeah, we're online right now and everyone's social distancing. Um, sometime soon, hopefully sooner rather than later, it'll be safe to go outside of your house and see your friends again. <laughs> West Coast Scott would like me to remind uh, you that Wizards has posted a ton of free material on their website during the pandemic. Uh, he has been downloading it all, and he also reports that this is genre specific so that we can continue to talk about this. Episode 586, genre specific. It's good. <laughs> West Coast Scott approved, I think, is a, is a great title as well. Yeah, I don't mind that one. I like that one. I can get with it. Um, you know, the long and short of it is, you're gonna be outside soon. When you get outside, help the game stores, get some stuff out there because they're hurting just as much as everyone else is. You know, I know some people more than others are having their problems, but you know, I, I've heard stores at least in this area are, are beginning to close. You know, for good. Uh, you know, around the country, around the world, stores are closing. You know some stores are, that are nearby that are closing? I thought I heard one in Clifton was closing. One in Clifton? What one in Clifton? I thought I heard there was one in Clifton that was closing. I don't know one in Clifton. I don't know one in Clifton either. My friend mentioned it like in passing. I got to oh, follow up. Maybe I heard it wrong. sir, you need to verify is it, is, your sources. It, is it the video game store? Maybe. Oh, that would be terrible if that's the case. You know what I'm talking about? I, I got to look Yeah, it. yeah. I, I don't even it. want to say the name just in case, but... Um, I... I I messaged him yesterday. I was actually messaging him yesterday to see if I can order some stuff from them. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay, you better. I might be have wrong. just Hope heard it. Wrong. Hope I might wrong. have just heard it in passing. Okay. Well, thank know. you for scaring yeah. the shit out of us. But continue. <laughs> uh, you know, support your local stores and support yourself because going out and playing D and D with your friends is quite possibly one of the most fun experiences you could take part in. I, I know playing online is fine. I you know I've warmed up a bit to roll twenty. But it, it's never going to replace the joy of rolling dice with your friends sitting around table, you know, with snacks and the, and the fun and whatnot. You know, I almost killed my party yesterday, and I feel like it was a whole less fun than doing it. <laughs> See, for, for <laughs> doing me, it face-to-face. For me personally, obviously you guys have so much more experience than I do when it comes to this. Uh, for me, the reason I like D&D is just because I can play it without having to have technology around me. Like, I don't need uh-huh. to have an iPad. I don't need to have... Uh, you know, high tech gadgets or whatever to get it. Really. Like I, during this whole pandemic and the quarantine thing is a totally different story. I, I get why obviously you're, you're doing it to for right now. Cause you're, you're just trying to continue it. 
Um, but yeah, I rather just not. I I rather books, pens, pencils, whatever you know, your your minis. Your I, I'm glad you feel that way, Nick. That's because how I when feel. this is all over, we're we're playing at your house. So okay, you you're ordering pizza. Saying. You're ordering the pizza then. That's yeah, fine. that's fine. We yeah. could we can take care of that. Yeah, okay. We can do that. And you can put the dog outside. So there you go. I'll put you out. Listen, listen. When listen. suddenly Rocky attacks all initiatives. I'll put <laughs> I'll put either one of you out there before I put him, so there's that. That's okay. I'm sure by then the squeeze will have managed your house so that that is not a problem. Hush your face, sir. Hush your face. Uh gentlemen, anything else that you boys want to hit on? Oh, I think I think we're good. Unless Kev has anything to say. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm good. All right. all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. Uh, you can also check us out with the same uh, username over at Instagram, at Facebook, and on Twitter. You can also find us uh, uh, on the Apple Podcast. You can also find us on the, the Google Podcast app as well. You can find me as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, and my favorites, the YouTubes. Uh, Mr. Big Kev, sir, you go. Uh, you can find me uh, at, on the Xbox as Big Kev GS. Uh, and I'd like to report that I have played five times with Sandwich Woo! since uh, he's been on quarantine. Five times. I kept a list. Five whole times. Uh, so that was fun. And hopefully get in a few more before he goes to work. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's that. And then uh, it's Geek Stuff TNG. No, it's Geek Stuff GS. Nope. It's BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. That's okay. I got it eventually. Huzzah. Uh, sandwich, sir. You can find me on Xbox One and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Sure, Daisy. Uh, and with that, Big Kev. Uh, with that, I'm going to take the whole thing today, guys. Okay. Uh, with that, we want to, uh, you know, make sure that everyone is staying safe. We want to make sure that when you can, you're supporting your local hobby stores, your comic stores, your game stores, and everything else. And we will end the show uh, the way we end some shows by saying, Good night, John Frieda, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. Let me choose